morning, everyone gets to bring a message to our church. That's why we had you fill out those little cards. And Peggy's going to come and share with us. Tell us what you wrote on those little cards. Come on, Peggy. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody what you like best about God. And just remember, if I can't read your writing, you may have to stand up and tell us what you wrote. Okay, so just be warned. I should have told you that before you wrote these things. Anyways, here's what I like best about God. His forgiveness. His faithfulness. He is faithful and true always underlined his power in keeping his word exclamation <laughs> the feeling of unconditional love that I am never alone exclamation he has a plan for good not evil to give a future and a hope and I can trust him entirely. He forgives me. He's all-powerful, yet all-loving. He does not change. His patience with me. He keeps me guessing and wondering. That one has a star next to it. He is faithful with his promises and is same oh and is same as now and ever. He is always by me and directing his plans for me. His sovereignty. He loved me before I loved him. That he is a forgiving God. He always gives us his mercy and grace. He is faithful. His unconditional love. He created earth. He is very nice. God is good. God is an ever amazing father. His love is never failing. His grace and mercy, his promises. And there's a heart on this one. He calls to me when I least expect it, especially in moments of crisis, whether it's my crisis or someone else's. He forgives over and over and over, and then there's like four different dots after that. He is way bigger than me, so always brings hopes hopes to and for me. 
and this one has a smiley face. He's omnipresent, omniscient, which means he knows me and loves me as I am and wants what's best for me. All right, let me try this one again. Unconditional love, how he is always there and never changes. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, all of you, for bringing a good message this morning. Welcome to Christian Grammar 101. I've been thinking about Christian action verbs lately. You know, words like come, love, give, learn, pray, go. Things that Christians should do. And I came to settle on two verbs to think about this morning. The first is delight. I'm going to ask you to practice this verb this morning. Psalm 37.4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I hate being a hypocrite, and I suddenly had a problem. I told Doreen, I don't know if I delight in God. How can I encourage others to delight in God? I don't know if I delight in God. Maybe I just delight in all the good gifts he gives us because he's been so good to us. So she said, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't talk about delighting in God. But then I was driving along, and I got an idea that I liked about God. And then another one, and then another one. And I said, yes, I do delight in God. I like God. So uh, then I wondered, why do we have to be told to delight in God? Or why did Paul have to tell the Philippians, rejoice in the Lord always? And then he repeated it. He said, I, I say it again, rejoice. When a young man is about to give a ring to his sweetheart, you don't have to tell him to delight in her. I mean, that's pretty obvious. You don't have to tell John Palpant to delight in Dairy Queen. On a blistering hot day, you don't have to del you know, tell somebody to delight in a, an ice-cold glass of water, you know. The, shouldn't these things just come naturally? So why do we have to be told to delight in God? I've got some theories. Number one, our minds are so occupied with the cares and pleasures of this world that there's no space in our mind for God. Or we don't take time to be still and know our God. Or it takes time and effort to reflect on our great God, and we don't take the time. Or we are too tired, too busy. Even the young man may find after a while that he doesn't delight in his beautiful wife because he's too busy, too caught up in the rat race, too pursuing his pleasures. He may start to take her for granted. Delighting requires 
some time and thought and reflection. We can't delight and worry at the same time. We can't delight in God we are, when we are busy coveting what our eyes desire. We will not delight if we never feel thankful. When thinking about the verb delight, another verb came to mind, the verb sing. Because a good way to express delight is by singing. Now in scripture, we are encouraged to sing. Here, fasten your seatbelts as I read some verses from Psalms. Psalm 33, sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Psalm 47, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. Psalm 66, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Psalm 96, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord the King. Psalm 105, sing to him, sing praise to him, tell of all his wonderful acts. Psalm 147, praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God and how pleasant and fitting to praise him. Psalm 149, praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the saints. Paul said to the Ephesians, be filled with his spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you sing? Heartily? I can't tell. I'm in the bushes back there trying to figure out which keys to press. I've got earphones on. So I can't hear or see if you're singing. So you ask yourself, do you sing with enthusiasm? I have a theory why some people don't sing. Some say, I can't sing. Now, I don't think you'll find that in Scripture. I think Scripture assumes that everybody can sing. You might say, I'm tired. Yeah, I understand it takes effort to sing. You might say, I'm depressed. But singing can help you focus on just that which will raise you, lift you out of depression. You might say, I don't know the song. Do your best. God doesn't care. He'll be happy to hear you. Maybe you don't like the song. But I think when we offer up a song to the Lord, it's like, offering up a gift on a platter. And if you don't like the platter, that's okay. Give the gift anyway. In Acts chapter 16, we're told Paul and Silas were severely flogged, thrown in prison with their feet in the stocks. 
You think they're very comfortable? And about midnight, they were praying and singing hymns to God. Jesus, on the night when he said, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. After they had eaten, they sung a hymn, and then he went to the Mount of Olives where he was arrested. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So sing. And we'll let you practice that today, too. We invite you now to join us in a psalm of delight. Let's pray first. Heavenly Father, you are such a delightful God. We have just heard from everybody here about your greatness, your wonderfulness. Help us now to praise you, to honor you, to glorify your name. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. And so we're going to present to you a psalm of delight. We delight in you, God, our creator. The heavens declare your glory and the skies proclaim the work of your hands. We delight that you have placed us on this beautiful blue planet, circling the star which you made for us. That star which brings heat and light and life for us. We praise you for the 100 billion other stars in our galaxy and for the perhaps 2 trillion other galaxies in your immense universe. You spoke and they came to be. Blessed be the Lord our Creator. Some say we are an insignificant, meaningless speck in the huge universe. I say to them, have you never had a speck in your eye or a pebble in your shoe or an invisible bacteria working havoc in your gut? The blue planet is important enough to God so that he sent his son here to love and save us. We delight in God, our creator, savior. In your kingdom, the tiniest seed becomes a great tree. The least becomes the greatest. The first becomes the last, and the meek inherit the earth. Glory be to God, our creator. We delight in you. When I consider my body, the work of your fingers, my heart and lungs, my eyes and brain, I am amazed by you. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Each of the 37 trillion cells in my body is an amazing structure. The ribosomes, the mitochondria, and the nucleus are each a challenge for our scientists and a cause for more praise to you. I praise you for the 10 billion miles of DNA in my body that spells out my eye color, hair color, and all of my other bodily features. And you have done this using the equivalent of only four letters of our alphabet to make my 20,000 genes. I delight in you because you made me unique. There never was and never will be another me. 
and you love me. Gracie. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. Again I say rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Again I say rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. delight in you, dear Father, that you're not an impersonal force, but a living person. You are not made of silver or gold. You can speak, you have spoken, and you still speak. You were in the beginning as the word. You want us to hear your directions and your encouragement. You can hear our prayers, and you answer them. You can see even into the depths of our hearts and yet you still care for us. We delight in your Son, Jesus Christ, who is the image of yourself, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For you were pleased to have all your fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things in heaven by making peace through his blood that was shed on the cross. We delight, Heavenly Father, in your law, and on it we meditate day and night. As a result, we are like trees planted by the streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf never with, never withers. Whatever we do shall prosper. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven on high with wisdom, power, and love. God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above wisdom power and love our god is an awesome god we delight in you father because you are one the lord our god the lord is one this is the god we love there is not 2 or 3 or 10000 there is only one God Almighty, whom we love, trust, and obey. You are the Alpha and Omega, who is and who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. We tell of the glory of your kingdom, and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts, and of the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. God in three persons, Blessed Trinity, 
We delight in you, our God Almighty, King of kings and Lord of lords. We delight in your omnipresence. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there by your hand you will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Jesus said he was always with us. We delight in you, Lord, because you are all-powerful. You rightly say in Jeremiah, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? As the angel told Mary, nothing is impossible with God. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. We can do nothing without you, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You are a refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. We delight in you, our Father, because you know all things. You know us better than we know ourselves. You know when we sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word of my tongue is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. Lord, because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, we will praise you. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Wisdom, love, and power. God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. God is an awesome God. Father, we delight in you as the master of the arts. We thank you for using the broad strokes of green when you paint your landscapes. We know you could have used purple or orange, but we delight in your green. We do delight in the way you reach into your paint box in October to pull out the reds, yellows, and orange. Your falls are a masterpiece. We praise you, Lord, for using your blue brush for the sky. It is a perfect choice. When you form and reform the puffy white cumulus clouds, it is a wonderful show to behold on a sunny summer afternoon. Then we glory in your sunsets. How awesome is the show you put on, kinetic art constantly changing in shape and hue. We delight in the eyes you gave us to behold your creation. We delight in the sounds we can enjoy from the crack of thunder to the lapping of gentle waves on a sandy shore the rustling of leaves, and the far-off song of a bird. We delight in guitars and great orchestras, the woodwinds, trumpets, and crashing cymbals, the violin and the cello minister to our souls. From Bach to Brahms to the Beatles, we praise you for the gift of music. This is my father's world. And to my listening ears, all nature sings and round me rings the music of the spheres. 
This is my Father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees, of skies and seas, these men the wonders wrought. We delight in you, Lord, for your love endures forever. What a man desires is unfailing love, and your love never ends. You demonstrated your love for us when, at just the right time, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Your goodness is beyond measure. Your mercies are new every morning. Your faithfulness never fails. What you say, you will do. Your promises are true. We can cast our cares upon you because you care for us, and you are able to meet our needs. You are our good shepherd who laid down his life for us sheep. You delight in us. Though you are on high, you look upon the lowly. Though we walk in the midst of troubles, you preserve our lives. With your right hand, you save us. You will fulfill your purpose for us, and your love endures forever. Praise the Lord from our souls. We will praise the Lord as long as we live. We will sing praise to you as long as we live. Lord, we delight in your Son, Jesus Christ, who was lifted up for us. He is the light of the world, the bread of life, our good shepherd, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the Lamb of God, our Savior, and the resurrection and the life. We rejoice in Jesus' name, the name above all names through which we receive health, healing, reconciliation, and peace. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. 
delight in your mercy and grace. We delight in the cross of Christ. We know all have sinned, all have fallen short of your glory. We know the wages of sin is death, but we praise you because you demonstrated your love for us. In this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Your son came to be our replacement on the cross. He died so that we could live forever. Jesus is the Lamb of God for us. So it is by your grace that we have been saved through faith, not by anything we have done, not by our works. It is your gift to us. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Father God, we delight in the empty tomb and the risen Christ. Alleluia. He has risen and appeared many times to his followers during the 40 days after his resurrection. And now he sits at your right hand, and we will live and reign with you forever. We delight in the Lamb of God who took our sins upon himself so that we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for that spontaneous donation. <laughs> Sorry for the mix-up, and I think I still gave her the wrong page. <laughs> Let me see. Here it is. This is this is Gracie's page right here. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, Gracie talked about delighting in God's grace and mercy and the cross. But the reason we need that is what Ray is going to be reading here first. That's why we need a Savior. <laughs> we delight in you, most holy God. Only you are perfect and pure. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled of his glory. You are righteous in all your ways and loving tops are all you have made. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You are our Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. You are the whole and lofty one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in a high and holy place, but also with you who is contrite and lowly in spirit. We delight in your justice. Only you are the righteous judge. Our Lord is righteous. He loves justice. Upright men will see his face. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the great deep. But none are righteous, not one, but hallelujah. Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the ages.
We delight in your spirit, Lord, the promised gift, the living water. We delight your spirit who empowers us to proclaim your love. Your spirit teaches us and reminds us of all you have said. We delight in your spirit who gives us gifts we can use to build up your church for your glory. We delight in your spirit who produces in his fruit for your glory. By your spirit, may we daily delight in you. And now, to him who is able to keep us from falling, to present us before his glorious presence without fault, and with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority, though Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. that a preacher should be ready to do any one of three things in a moment's notice. Preach, pray, or pass on. I'll, I'll pray right now. <clears throat> Stand with me. Father, my prayer is this, that this week, as we walk through this week, as we put our feet in the places that you direct us, as we go where your spirit guides us, as we carry forth the mission with which you've sent us out, as we consider and engage others who are lost, as we speak to those in the world who need Jesus, that we would be able to bring with us the sense of all the awesome things about you that we just spoke about. That we would carry with us a joy that comes from delighting in who you are. Even more than the joy that comes from delighting in what you've done on our behalf. But may we, even greater than that, rejoice because this week, What you do through us brings others into the family of God. We ask that you go out even now and draw those who we will go into their lives this week, draw them to you and give us the words to speak that we might glorify you. That is, we might tell of your awesome character and nature, your wonderful deeds, the way you love us, so that someone else, by next week at this time, will be able to join us and say what an awesome God we serve. 